Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, founder and CEO of Scouts Agency, a female-focused PR agency that specializes in the medium of podcasting. I also live with bipolar disorder. From being a college dropout to a business owner, I have garnered up the healing tools from living with a mental illness to build my entrepreneurial life. Welcome to my podcast, where I ramble about mental health tips, entrepreneurial strategies, and mindset shifts so that you can live your life of purpose. I am the emotional entrepreneur. And thank you for being here. Let's get into the episode, shall we? Hey, everybody. Scout here. Thank you so much for pressing play. I super appreciate it, as always. I'm always so honored and feel so grateful that there are people out there that enjoy listening, talking about, and engaging in conversations that I find so specifically near and dear to my heart. So if you are a returning Scout Podcast listener, welcome. And if you are new, I'm so happy to have you here. I am Scout, founder of Scout's Agency, co-host of OKSIS Podcast, host of this podcast, and I talk all about mental health and entrepreneurship, where they intersect since I live with bipolar disorder and also run two businesses. So before we get into today's podcast episode, which truly is going to be kind of a check-in, just like a stream of consciousness, emotional check-in, I just tried to record my Ask Me Anything episode, and I started and stopped maybe four times, and it just wasn't feeling right for me. You guys submitted so many questions on Instagram, so I'm going to do a very big deep dive into all those questions on Tuesday's episode, but today I was just feeling like a check-in was was in order because I'm moving through some emotions, and I thought maybe it would be a good idea to talk about them, but before we do that... In two days, my May mental health challenge is starting. So many of you have signed up. It's been so overwhelming to see. You're all added to my close friends already if you've signed up. It is insane and I'm so grateful. So if you're wondering what the May mental health challenge is, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I wanted to create kind of action, create movement, be really, or create a community where we're really proactive about our mental health. So if you sign up for the challenge, every single day, you'll get an email from me with a daily challenge. This challenge will take you 
you know, no more than five minutes. Of course, you can go, you know, further. And it is a free resource tool, mindset, or practice that you can implement that day that really, really, the purpose of them is to really prioritize yourself just for super small, subtle moments every single day. For If you do sign up for the challenge, you'll be added to my close friends on Instagram where I will be on Instagram stories every single day the entire month of May, delivering mental health content exclusively to the people in the challenge, which also I'm really excited about to see how it goes. It kind of lights me up to know that there's like a secret corner of Instagram we're all going to be hanging out on. So really, really excited for that. And then third, I will be going on IG Live every Wednesday, the four Wednesdays of May at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you sign up for the challenge, those will automatically go into your Google Cow because I love a Google Cow moment, you know? So that is the challenge. You can go to the show notes to sign up or to my Instagram link in bio. You enter in your email address, your Instagram URL, URL, username, and your name, and we'll get you going, signed up, and moving. I'm so excited. It's starting Saturday, May 1st. If you miss this, you can still sign up throughout the month of May. However, I do suggest hopping on board today since uh, doing the whole thing with me is the best way to do it. So, okay, let's, let's talk. This week, I have been emotionally purging, and... To be honest, it feels so different than, quote unquote, my other episodes or breakdowns or times that I've had to really emotionally analyze or sit with and process things. I had a triggering moment, which I won't super go into, but I was on an interview where I wasn't super stoked about the way I spoke and what I said, and it ignited something in me where I just went down this gnarly, gnarly shame cycle, and I am not somebody who feels shame. I feel pressure to maybe not be a certain way, but I've realized that my perfectionism doesn't come up in the font color of the Mental Health May Challenge, right? It comes up in whether or not people think I'm a good moral person. Mads always says in OKSIS that I don't care what people think about me and what I do, and that's really true when it comes to what I do. I don't care if somebody thinks that me running my agency is X, Y, and Z. I don't care if somebody thinks that me having or me being a podcast host is X, Y, and Z. I don't care what somebody thinks about the way I live my life and the choices that I choose. Although I do deeply care about whether people think I'm morally a good person. And I don't know where this comes from. And I'm trying to figure out the root, although I don't think I'm yet in that stage of this emotional processing. So essentially what happened is I had this interview and I left feeling icky. And I know that if somebody else listened, I don't I don't think they would have noticed that feeling in me. And so it might be me being super hypercritical and super analytical on my messaging. But I left not feeling so great with myself. And it just ignited this flood, this absolute, extreme, intense flood of shame. And I was crying and crying and crying like you've never, ever heard. I I mean... 
it was something in me that felt as if I wasn't given the option, but that God, the spirit, the divine was purging an emotion from me. It was going deep, 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 deep into my psyche and saying, hey, this this brick of shame exists in you and you don't even consciously know about it, but we're going to get rid of it together. And in that getting rid of it was just consistent body crying. It felt heavy and intense and real. It felt, my coach said, kind of like an initiation. You know, this was the first interview I'd really had before I'm launching my book and going on a lot of podcast interviews. And I really do believe that the universe gives us things for a reason. So for example, this interview was actually supposed to be live and it wasn't, it was recorded. So I was actually able to say, hey, you know, like let's edit this part portion out, et cetera. And that's just such a gift. Clearly I was meant to go on this interview and say things that I didn't feel good about in order to then really look in and say, what are my belief systems? What is my message? How do I want to communicate it? And this piece of shame that lives within me gets to be expelled. It gets to come out of me. It gets to be purged from my subconscious and my mind and my body and my soul so that I can move wholeheartedly into launching this book with the core pure message at the forefront, not my emotional shit, not my human complexity, not the random, you know, interactions I've had in my life that have kind of built and created this, this perspective that I have today. My main message is that you have the power to feel safe in your emotions. You have the power to heal. You have the power to manage your emotions. And not only do you have the power to manage them, you have the power to feel so confident and safe in them that you can use them as your superpower. The minute I took radical emotional responsibility over my bipolar disorder was the moment I became free, was the moment I wasn't a slave to my depression. I wasn't chained by anxiety, but rather understood that they were visitors that came to me for a purpose. And then I was able to find the purpose and develop a sense of greater meaning around my emotional experience. That is what I hope for everyone. That is what I strive for everyone to get to. And whether I can inspire someone to feel stronger with their mental health or to have a different perspective over what their emotions mean to them or to start listening to their body and their intuition, that's what lights me up so significantly. And this week, before I am able to step out and truly, truly speak about what my book is about and to help and serve people through my experience healing from bipolar bipolar disorder so that people don't have to walk through years of total fucking depressive chaos that I did, I had to release something this week. I had to release this sense of shame that I don't know yet where it comes from, and I'm sure that will totally be revealed to me in due time, and I trust in that divine timing of that revelation, but what happened to me this week was just 24 hours of crying, feeling not connected to myself, feeling afraid, feeling scared, feeling lost, feeling like I was unearthing my whole life and I didn't know why. And in those moments, while I felt that, I also simultaneously 
understood and knew so consciously that something major was happening to me this week. My coach was right. It was an initiation. It was a way for me to make sure that when I do step into my message and when I do launch this book, that my messaging isn't tainted or convoluted by my own egoic shit, that it's pure and simply to serve. And so I was able to hold on to that bigger picture. I was able to recognize that as I was purging that something in my subconscious and my psyche was being disrupted for a reason and that I had to trust that reason and know that my body knows what's best for me. I didn't shame, you know, as I was feeling that shame, I didn't shame myself for maybe being too critical of how I sounded or go down too deep into the rabbit hole of I'm a shitty person, which I got to, you know, for a few moments there. I was able to hold both truths that I was experiencing shame, but that I wasn't shaming myself for that experience. And that felt really powerful. And this, I suppose this share feels quite vulnerable for me because shame is such an icky feeling. It's, it's in my opinion, the, the, the worst feeling, not the worst. I don't want to impose such a judgment, but the most uncomfortable or the most damaging, the, the feeling that most disconnects you from your purpose, from source, from your spirituality, from your soul, from love. Shame is such a disconnector from all things good in your life. And so I just want to take a moment of gratitude for the experience that brought up subconsciously just a total wound trigger that was really, truly the incident that triggered all this. When you're hearing me talk, it was nothing. Like, I blew it so out of proportion in my head, but it was because I needed to expel this. My body was ready to let go of this feeling that apparently I hold in my body and I know I've held it in my body because I feel it rising through the surface, rising up my esophagus and literally coming out via tears. And so in this process... I'm just choosing gratitude because I know this emotional purging is serving me on a level that I can't even understand yet and won't comprehend until my life unfolds further. So I really, really urge you to think and to question in what areas are uncomfortable emotions coming through me in order to serve me and what ways are challenges happening for me and not to me and what ways if I accept the situation and allow it to process and move through me am I setting myself up for greater joy for greater success for greater stability for a greater connection to myself and the universe that's really the question I've been asking myself this week as it pertains to my mental health always knowing that my emotions are signals and mentors and guides and Yes, they can get exaggerated and convoluted, but if I can wipe out all the chaos and, and all the extra fat, I get to the root. And the root is is that my emotions are trying to tell me something. So today I am grateful for the emotional purge, even though it wasn't fun and I'm not totally out of it. I haven't voice noted my coach back yet because I just 
fucking hate shame, but here we are dealing with our emotions head on, facing them no matter what and and believing, believing in the timing and believing in our human experience and knowing that it is all here for a reason. So thanks guys for letting me open up. You know, I, I really am an open book, but shame for some reason is hard. It's a hard fucking human emotion. It's a difficult one to process, but you know me, always up for the challenge. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, I would love a follow at Scout Sobel and text this to a friend who maybe is going through an uncomfortable time or dealing very specifically with shame. I hope maybe it'll help illuminate him or her that the path is really paved towards not necessarily a destination, but multiple destinations that will one day serve us, that already do serve us. So I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll catch you next week for my Ask Me Anything episode. Bye, everybody.